This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the voice of milk in Congress with customers and in communities. Visit voiceofmilk.com. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Donald Trump played a role in last week's announcement of 31 small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard. According to Reuters, last week's announcement was spurred by a call from Trump to EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler and an instruction to grant the waivers. That call ended a two-month review of the SREs that began after Trump's visit to Iowa in June to announce regulatory action allowing year-round sale of E15. EPA has referred reporters to last week's press release announcing the waivers and discussing the rationale for granting them. Biofuel groups say the waivers undercut demand for their products, but refineries say that's not the case. Speaking of biofuels, the new leader of the U.S. Grains Council says increasing ethanol exports is the group's top priority. Speaking to members of the American Coalition for Ethanol this week, Grains Council CEO Ryan Legrand says countries will need help fulfilling domestic mandates to increase their ethanol use. One such country is India. Well, they're, they're one of those countries that I talked about earlier that has an E10 mandate, but the highest they've ever gotten to was E4 with local supplies. So they cannot produce enough to fill an E10 mandate. And so what we are expressing to the, to the Indian government is, look, do your quarterly to- uh, tenders for Indian ethanol every quarter, buy all the Indian ethanol you can, exhaust all those supplies, and then open up to the international market. Oh, and by the way, we have the cheapest octane on the market in the world. He says China also has room for American ethanol. Three billion gallons potential of ethanol demand. You know, they've, they've implemented an E10 policy by 2020. They're not going to get there. Uh, they're never going to get there without our help. So, again, need to get back to business as usual there. Aside from India and China, the council also sees Mexico, Japan, Indonesia, Brazil, and Canada as good ethanol markets. But export promotion has also landed the American industry in some hot water with foreign governments. Legrand says it's important to address international challenges to U.S. biofuel laws. We're out there fighting these fights, and we're, we're paying a lot of money in legal fees, and, and we're testifying in front of foreign governments uh, to let them know, send a message that we're not going to take this lying down. We're going to fight to keep these markets open. He says the council expects about 1.5 billion gallons of exported ethanol this year. That would represent a pause in what had been increasing figures due to challenges exporting to China. On the trade front, farmers and ag businesses say a lingering conflict with China needs to wrap up. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. A Virginia row crop farmer and Trump voter says the president needs to bring trade negotiations to a speedy conclusion. John Shepard grows corn and soybeans near Blackstone, Virginia. He fears long-term market share could be lost if a trade resolution between the U.S. and China isn't reached soon. If we keep kicking the can down the road in these trade negotiations, I mean, I'm not at the the negotiation table, obviously, but common sense says if they go three, four, five years without our product, they're going to learn a way to just not need it. Farmers are not the only ones looking for market certainty. Jim Belfield with Colonial Farm Credit in Mechanicsville, Virginia, says lenders are too. And certainly whatever impacts our farmers will eventually impact us from a credit standpoint. So we'd, we're looking for certainty, as I think our farmers are too. They just want to be able to know what they're getting and, and what markets are available to them. So as soon as they can kind of nail that China deal down, that's going to be helpful. Top U.S. and Chinese trade officials spoke over the phone earlier this week to try to further negotiations to end the country's trade war. However, as of Thursday... China has threatened to retaliate against the latest U.S. tariffs President Donald Trump threatened, according to a release from a Chinese government-run media outlet. 
For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now here's a word from our sponsor. Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative provides dairy farmers throughout the Midwest with a powerful voice, the voice of milk, in Congress, with customers, and within their communities. Edge is one of the top cooperatives in the country based on milk volume. For more information, visit voiceofmilk.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.